properly or at least help you on your journey as a podcaster if you have started already. So um, people ask questions about podcasting all the time. I and mean, most of the questions I get is what is even a podcast? And uh, I usually just say that podcasts are an extension of your social media, right? So your 280 characters might not be enough for you to explain everything that you want to say and people might misunderstand you because of that but if you are on a podcast and you're sitting across from a friend you can explain in more detail what you would say in just 280 characters or uh, an entire tweet thread or something so that's the basic idea of what podcasting is right uh, just an extension of your social media a more detailed way for you to explain a point, a thought, an idea, a brand, a business to someone. And uh, many people think, oh, I have to, or I need a particular type of voice or persona or some kind of aura to be a podcaster. But I'd say anybody and everybody can be a podcaster. Um, there's a couple of reasons why you should start a podcast as a person. Uh, if you have a business, you can start a podcast. If you are a brand or you have a personal hobby, you can start a podcast as well. If you have some popular opinions to discuss, uh, if you want to educate people or impact on minds positively, you can start a podcast as well. A lot of people also say that podcasting is the new blogging. So you might want to tap into that and see what you can uh, create from podcasting. Uh, just a few reasons why you should not podcast would be don't think that when you become a podcaster, that's your avenue to, you know, make that big box that you're looking for. Hardly is it ever that way. Um, not to say that you can't make money from podcasting. You can, but uh, it shouldn't be the main or sole purpose why you are starting a podcast. Uh, also, don't start a podcast because you like to talk or you have hot take to give. So uh, you need to be sure that, okay, you have this business or that brand or that opinion or that topic to educate people on. Those are uh, possible reasons for you to start podcasting. So those are uh, things you should take note of. Now, when you decide to start a podcast, what exactly is your podcast going to be about? For you to decide that you need to First of all, write down your personal interests. Then I usually advise that you listen to as many podcasts as possible, especially the ones that align with your interests. Listen to as many podcasts as possible um, so you can have, first of all, an idea of what is out there. Secondly, an idea of how podcasts work from start to finish and also it can broaden your creativity. Um, I usually say you can podcast about anything your mind is capable of imagining. Uh, most people usually run towards the, well, like, uh, let me not say the easier types of podcasts, but um, a more, what they think is a catchy type of podcast, which is like entertainment gist and entertainment news. But if you check out in the world of podcasting right now, the most popular genre is entertainment. And a lot of people are already doing that. 
And if you're going to be doing that as a podcast, it means that you have explained exactly what your podcast is about, even if it can't, but let's be at least similar. So if it's a personal journal podcast, you want to uh, maybe name it after yourself, like uh, Tammy's podcast, then in the description, you could write everything that the podcast is about. If it's a podcast about drinks, you might want to call it bottles or drinks or something, just something that helps uh, people understand right off the back of it that, okay, this is probably what this podcast is about. Um, after you decided what name you want to give to your podcast, you need to also make sure that your logo or your podcast artwork also is visible enough and clear enough for people to understand what your podcast is about. Not everything has like an icon to represent it, but you just have to do your best. Uh, in that case, you can either try to do something yourself on Canva or any of those graphic design sites, or you can contact a professional to help you design the artwork. And try not to use too many words when uh, putting your podcast logo together. And don't also use um, a lot of things that that is similar to other podcasts, like the microphones, the headsets that are, the go-tos when you go to like sites to design your podcast. Try to use something that will make yours memorable enough and um, depict also what your podcast is talking about. And try to be consistent with this across your platforms, both your sharing platforms, your social media platforms, and whatever page you decide to create for your podcast. So when you have all of that done, you now have to plan. You have to plan and you have to prep. It's very important that you do these things because if you just roll out your bed and decide, okay, I want to do a podcast, I go into the studio, I can talk now, so let me just find something to talk about. You're going to find in the long, in the long run that you'll be short of things to talk about really quickly and you will just keep rambling on. And this period is even one of the best times for you to start podcasting because you might just find yourself with a lot of time on your hands. So you need to plan and you need to prep. When you start your planning, the first thing you want to do is break your podcast into parts, right? So you have your intro, your talking points or your topic, and then your outro. And your intro should include the name of your podcast, your name. Uh, if you're having a, a quick guest on the podcast that day, um, social media platforms, uh, sharing platforms, that's where you're hosting your podcast, which could be Anchor, um, SoundCloud, and the likes. Uh, it should also include every information that will make it easy for your listeners to understand your podcast. And you never know who's listening to your podcast. Every time you put out an episode, there is at least one new listener. So if you don't have a proper description of what your podcast is about, you might lose your listener. Like, okay, this one just started talking. How am I supposed to understand what is going on here? Right? So um, also, when you're designing your outro or writing down your outro for your podcast, you also need to put in a, a thank you note to your listener, any news and information that they need to know about your next episode or stuff like that. Just always make sure that your listener is duly informed. No matter how long you've done your podcast for, the information is always relevant because there's always somebody new just around the corner. Now, even if your podcast is some sort of freestyle type podcast, 
I always advise that you have um, a flow, a flow of work. So after you've done your intro, if it's the same intro you want to use every time, you can record it and just keep it. But if you have a new one each time, then after you've done that, after you've recorded your intro, you now need to go into your topic. Some people like the freestyle approach, right? But even in that freestyle approach, it is advisable to have like a time frame, like, okay, I'm going to do like a freestyle thing or just have some kind of chat with my listener or maybe my co-host for like a minute or two minutes, then we'll go into the topic. If you spend up to eight, nine, ten minutes just freestyling before you remember to welcome your listener into the podcast, you may lose your listener because they're like, when is this podcast going to start? No matter how interesting that banter is, is it that you decide to break it in half, do a couple of uh, minutes, uh, welcome your listener and then go back into it or you keep it short and then um, get straight to the point. Just have your bullet points from the questions you want to ask from one topic uh, of one part to another that it keeps you in flow and if you're recording and you make a mistake you can do a retake because I mean you take um, the things you don't want out in in uh, post-production so um, also you don't want to edit your podcast to make it sound robotic especially when it's not like a documentary when you are where you are reading off a script so you have to read like everything word for word it has to be conversational so the person feels like you're talking to them and you'll be better understood. A lot of people have a question about how long their podcast should actually be. Podcasts can be from as as little as 10 minutes to as long as four hours. I have listened to a four-hour podcast before. It was insane, but I have listened to a four-hour podcast before. Um, and I listened to it because I wanted to see if whatever they were talking about was strong enough to keep me for four hours. I'm not going to lie. It wasn't that strong, but it was researched information. So it was just that I knew I was going to learn something that kept me there. So if you decide to make your podcast two minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever amount of minutes you decide to make your podcast, just ensure that you are keeping your listener informed or entertained or at least giving them, to, giving them something to hold on to. Now, if you record your podcast and you listen back and you hear some irrelevant information, you have every right to cut it out because I don't think people have that much threshold for listening to information that is obviously irrelevant. And if it's irrelevant to you, it's most likely going to be irrelevant to your listener. Also, I advise a podcast workflow. And this is why I advise it, right? If you're doing a weekly podcast, a daily podcast, a bi-weekly podcast, a monthly podcast, anything, three days, 10 days, if that's when you release your podcast, you need to have a workflow that doesn't, um, doesn't leave you um, wanting for time or doesn't leave you behind schedule on publishing your podcast. So for example, if you put out a podcast on Monday, right, you can take a break on Tuesday. On Wednesday, you can decide on the topic, uh, do your research, put your questions together, and decide if you want to invite a guest. If you're going to invite a guest, on Thursday, you can have a conversation with that guest. Decide what type of um, recording platform that's, if the interview is going to be done remote, remotely, decide what type of uh, interview platform you're going to use, from Zoom to Spotcast, Zencaster.
Some people use Skype once before you get to Skype. Use Skype as a last resort because trust me, it's not great, right? So um, you have to ensure that you have put that in place. Brief your guests about what you're going to be talking about and also find out things they'll be comfortable responding to. Do all of that, say, Thursday, right? Um, you can also do a test run of whatever um, platform you decide to use to record your interview with a friend or a family member just to give you some kind of familiarity if you've not used that um, uh, platform before. You don't want to have your guests on the other end of the line while you are trying to figure out what to do. I mean, uh, some people may be that um, impatient. So um, after you do that, which is like Thursday, then Friday, you can record your podcast and your interview and save them properly. You don't want to have your audio files mixed up. So once you've done that recording, you know that on Saturday, you make out time to edit your podcast and listen. So you edit your podcast, put things where you want them to be, add, um, maybe you can add some kind of, uh, maybe audio clip from somewhere else that you made reference to in your podcast. You can even re-record some things if you don't like how they sound, right? Um, and then by Saturday, you have have edited and you have listened to your podcast. By Sunday, you can listen again and see if there's still anything you want to change. But by then, you already have an episode ready, right? And I always prefer bulk recordings, especially if your podcast is not time sensitive, like you're not giving out information that comes out on a weekly basis or something. You can record 10 to 20 episodes, right? Just to be safe. Anything can happen. There can be a lockdown for eight weeks. There can be um, some delay. Maybe you traveled, you're out of town. But if you have a backlog, you will always have something to put out. And that consistency is very important because if, for example, I listen to a podcast every Monday on my way to work and they put out um, an episode every single Monday, I know that once I get in the car on Monday, all I need to do is go into my podcast app go to that podcast and press play. I know that that's what I'm going to do. But anytime that is not there, then it's like trying to look for a show to watch on Netflix. You keep searching and searching and searching until you stumble on something, right? So you need to be consistent as well when you decide the frequency of your podcast. So it's daily, weekly, bi-weekly. Make sure you have a podcast workflow that is unique to you, that enables you to deliver to your listeners every single time. And if for any reason you are going to not put out an episode. If you have the opportunity, kindly inform your listeners, maybe in the episode before or somehow on your social media platforms. Now let's talk about production quality and creative direction. I saw a post once where a guy said, oh, the way your podcast sounds doesn't really matter. That's not true. That's a lie. Because most people listen to podcasts on headphones and the more comfortable it feels to listen to you banter with your co-host or deliver what information you have to deliver in your podcast, the longer a person tends to listen. Now, and also, when you're podcasting, it's not a time for you to have your lunch. Have your lunch and then come and record your podcast. Now, I'm saying these things because I had a podcast once where in the middle of the podcast, my friends and I would just whip out something from a bag and you know from a nylon bag and you hear all that noise and we start eating and we're still recording and we thought it was all going to contribute to us being spontaneous and all of that but when I listen 
back, I realized that it didn't work because that sound, when you have headphones on so close to your ears, it's not very pleasant. It's like, oh, can you stop with that bag already? Or can you stop chewing? It doesn't sound good. And if you must have a drink during your podcast, you can use paper cups or plastic cups just to give your listener a proper, quiet uh, experience. And not everybody can get that studio quality recording, although that's the best type of recording to get. But not everybody can get that. And um, ways to go around that is, for example, if you're recording a podcast alone, you can try using, let's say you're using your phone to record your podcast, which a lot of people do, and which for like users of iPhones and um, high-tech Android phones, you can testify to the fact that your voice memo recording is really sharp. So if you're doing that, I usually recommend you go underneath a blanket. You're going to sweat, but for the love of podcasting, right? Um, so you can record under your blanket if your room is not so quiet. You can record under your blanket and see what the recording sounds like. You can also um, record without the blanket and see what the recording sounds like. So this is all to give your listener the most quiet type clean recording you can get considering your circumstances, right? So you need to try your best to record your podcast in the most quiet environment possible. If you are going to um, use a studio, you have to consider the fact that you might not be able to get that studio for free. So is this something you can afford at this time? Or is it something that down the line you might be able to afford? Can you strike some kind of bargain with the uh, studio owners or the, uh, the audio engineer in the studio where maybe you give the studio some credits in your podcast um, episode and pay more subsidized rates. You have to like really explore your options there. So um, if you decide to record a one person podcast, you just need either your phone or a USB mic that can do the trick most of the time. But if you're going as far as two people or more, you have to start looking at getting a sound card, uh, like a Focusrite uh, sound card or a Presonus sound card. There's so many options to get from. You just have to buy things within your budget. And if you're using a sound card, you would need a microphone. You would need XLR cables as well. Um, also, another suggestion, if you're not going to buy a sound card, uh, sound, sound card because Focusrite has different ranges of sound cards. Uh, some of them can take from as low as two microphones to, I think, six or four, I think. Um, there's another device, a handheld device called the Zoom H6. I think that can take four microphones as well. So for the USB mic or for the setup where you have the sound card and your microphones, you need to connect to your laptop. And when you connect to your laptop, you have to record onto something. That's where your editing software or recording software comes in. There are tons and tons of software you can use. But for beginners and for people who are not like audio tech savvy or anything like that, you can use Audacity or Adobe Audition, right? Those ones have like tons of videos online where you can find easy ways to edit your podcast. Now, if you need, if you need a little more, maybe you're not satisfied with what you are getting, you can ask your friends who have podcasts, right? And uh, find out how they do theirs. Like, like one of the ways to get things done, especially in the world of podcasting, is asking as many questions as you can, talking to as many podcasters as you can, 
there's no shame there. You just have to ask someone. The worst they will say is no, but you just have to ask someone. Uh, and if you uh, took one of the steps which I mentioned at the beginning, which is listening to as many podcasts as you can, you might be able to eliminate some basic podcast mistakes. So if you don't know a podcaster to ask, you can ask me. Um, I'll let you know how to reach me on social media at the end of this. I'm always open to answer any questions you have about podcasting because I believe everyone should be given a fair shot to express themselves, especially when it comes to podcasting. Now, I spoke earlier or briefly about creative direction of your podcast. Um, there's nothing out there right now or there's no concept that has not been podcasted about, if there's a word like that, right? So if, for example, you want to uh, do a podcast about TV shows, right? Um, there are so many podcasts about TV shows. So you can, can listen to what they've done and decide to carve yours differently. And let me give you an example. Um, so there's this podcast called Previously on the podcast, um, I used to do it with a friend of mine called Rachel, where we talk about TV shows, right? And there's another one I discovered recently called The Nigerian Otaku. And The Nigerian Otaku is some girl who talks about um, anime, right? And you can say anime can also qualify as series, depends on how you look at it, right? Um, and then there's another one one which i made reference to as well called but those are three different types three different ideas so if you decide to talk about music what is your spin to it what is your own creative direction to it because there's a ton of music podcasts out there so you have to do something that makes your podcast unique to you it's very important that you find out what your own creative direction is now other things that might uh, might help you is definitely thinking of the fact that there's going to be some money spent in terms of uh, achieving your basic podcast goals. And you should know that before you start. Now going on to sharing your podcast on social media. Um, we talked about, I talked about your logo as well. Some people like episode arts where each episode has its own artwork. If you're doing that, just make sure that your main podcast logo is the base of it then whatever information you want to write you can scribble at the bottom and try not to keep it too busy so we can understand what's going on there also after you've recorded and edited and mixed your episode you can create a teaser so a teaser you put out maybe a couple of days before your podcast drops and the teaser could be you um, saying oh on the next episode of the James podcast. Um, I will talk about this, 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 this. Make sure you don't miss it, and this is where you can find it. Or the teaser could be um, you cutting a trailer, or you where it's just bits of you saying one thing here, saying one thing here, and you put it together and you say, "Oh, watch out for the new episode!" Right? So that has to drop before your episode comes out. Now, when your episode is out, you now need snippets, right? You drop your episode today. In two days, you can drop a snippet and say, oh, in case you missed it, my episode dropped two days ago. And you can record yourself, or you can chop out a part of it where you are talking about something. Just a one minute or 30 seconds, depending. It can be something really interesting that will make the listener go back and listen 
to your podcast. Um, now, for hosting platforms, apart from SoundCloud, I don't think any other hosting platform is paid for. I know that SoundCloud, after the first like six hours of audio, you are required to pay a monthly fee of about um, 4,800, 5,000 naira to put your podcast there. Uh, but there are also other free platforms. All you need is the podcast RSS, um, Castbox, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Anchor, so many of them. Um, what you can do is you can try to put your podcast on at least 10 podcast streaming platforms, right? Especially the ones that offer download options because people usually prefer that to just download it and then uh, listen to it later. So you can try that. Um, one of the easiest ways and most efficient ways of letting people know about your podcast is word of mouth. So you have to be unapologetic about telling any and everybody about your podcast, right? I know I don't do it all the time, but you can do it, right? Um, so it's like, as soon as someone says, oh, hi, Jennifer, nice to meet you. Or what do you do? Or I'm a podcaster and I'm a banker. Oh, I'd like to tell you about my podcast, actually, if you could be a guest sometime. You know, you told another person about it. And by even inviting that person on your podcast, you tend to get his own friends. Because he's not going to tell his friends, oh, I was the only podcast, listen to this episode. Or at least even share that link when the episode comes out. So word of mouth, word of mouth is the most, one of the most efficient ways of sharing your podcast. Now, to one of the most frequently asked, ask questions about podcasting how do i make money of my podcast i think that it's been not so easy to get people to even understand the idea of podcasting in nigeria like i remember back in 2012 when i first started my podcast journey it wasn't easy to get people to listen but now you find that there are more people listening and talking about podcasts. So this is something that also needs um, some time to grow. Now, some of the ways that people are actually podcasting is if they are already like a big brand or an influencer, um, a, a listening platform can get them to do a podcast for them and then pay them for that. For example, Trevor Noah has a podcast on uh, Luminary and you cannot listen to that podcast unless you subscribe. Also, recently, Joe Rogan was paid, what, a, was it $100 million to do a podcast on Spotify because he has the numbers and he has been podcasting before. So those are, well, that's one of the ways. Another way that might help you is affiliate marketing. It's not really popular among podcasts here right now, but it's something you can try. You can try it with businesses that you know. Um, you can meet with the owner and say, okay, you know what? Um, give me a code, right? Or give me something like a coupon uh, number or whatever. So um, on your podcast, all you have to do is listeners, oh, go buy um, bread from this person's bakery. Tell them Fefe sent you. Or tell them, or use the code, this, 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 to get a 10% discount of some kind right? Um, those are ways in which you can do uh, affiliate marketing. And you can draw up like a small contract thing between you and the owner of the business just so you guys can keep 
track of what is going on. And you can also start by offering that for free. So the more the person sees that people are coming to him or her from your recommendation, then they can be open to talking about, or you can just first of all tell them that, oh, you would like to see how many people would actually come based off of your own recommendation, right? So you can try that. There's also telling your listeners or your podcasters, or sorry, your listeners really about um, the services you offer. For example, if you are a graphics designer, don't forget to mention it in your podcast. One day, somebody will remember. Like, oh, maybe at the end or at the beginning of your podcast, you can just say, and in case you're looking for a graphic designer, I am a graphic designer as well. Send me an email here. Or if you're looking for a realtor, that's my other hustle. Anything, anything you do that is not maybe um, the, the concept or the niche of your podcast, and put it out there in order to increase you know the amount of people that know about that service one day somebody will be like oh yeah i remember this podcast i listened to the girl says she bakes cakes and it's your birthday there's nobody else to bake let's you know listen to the podcast and find how to reach her so that can help there's one i personally tried and that is donations so the last podcast series that i produced i personally went to uh, about eight of my friends who actually have businesses and i told them look i need you to support my podcast right all i request from you is one thousand naira and if you give me that one thousand naira i would say on an episode of my podcast that this business supported this episode and i will give all the information about your business on that episode so on some of the episodes it will start by saying this episode of the original podcast is supported by this brand and this and this is what they do, and this and this is where you can find them. And I think I got a total of like 10,000 from that. And what I did with that is I used it to pay the SoundCloud subscriptions, because that's where I host my own podcast. So you can decide that, oh, from the donations, you want to save up money and buy a better microphone than the one you're using. You want to save up money and pay for a studio session. You want to save up money and you know, anything you pay for the data you use for the podcast, anything at all. But it's okay for you to ask your listeners for donation and anybody who's generous enough can uh, donate for you. Um, another way is selling merch. So if you put together a very good and dope podcast, selling merch and I, I really believe that it is only if you have done the work to influence someone's life or impact someone's life with, in however way little, right? And you say, oh, my podcast is selling, uh, we have teacups, right? There's some podcasts I know that I've even ordered their merch because of, you know, how relatable they have become to me over time, right? They sell teacups with some of the, some of the slangs they come up with during the podcast, um, they sell t-shirts, they sell backpacks, you know, all have their um, podcast art on it. So selling merch can also be a way for you to make money on your podcast, but you have to have gotten to a particular point first. It's something you can try and see. If you know that you have the numbers, you can try it and see if it will work. And also whatever you're creating, I'm sure it has to be cool enough for people to wear or cool enough for people to want it before they'll be interested in buying. And so those are some of the ways. I also hear that um, Anchor um, does some kind of 
advertising type uh, uh, payment thing for podcasters, but I've never experienced that, so I don't really know how that works. But you can do proper research on it and see if it's really true. And if you think that that would be revenue enough for you, then you can go that route. So those are the few ways that you can make money from your podcast. Um, I think I've said that consistency is very key for your podcast. You have to be consistent. You have to make sure that you are not bothered about the fact that um, this person has 20,000 listens and you have only three. That's if you're just starting, even if it's one listener you get, one day it will become two and one day will become three. So you have to go at your pace because you're doing podcasting because you're something that you love and there is somebody out there who loves it with you or there is somebody out there who is going through the same thing you're going through. So it takes a lot of patience. And if you have a nine to five, podcasting is your five to 10 because it takes a lot of work if you want to actually put out quality podcasting, be five minutes or whatever, it takes a lot of work. So don't just think, oh, podcast is easy. Before you know it, you run out because you're not even putting any work into it and people will be like, ah, this podcast is not interesting again or something like that. So put proper thought into your podcast be consistent money shouldn't be the reason why you are podcasting um try to talk to as many podcasters as you can invite them onto your own platform as well because when you invite them to your platform and uh their listeners listen to yours you might gain some listeners from there and when they post that on their own page as well um you can also gain some listeners from there they'll gain from you and you'll gain from them so it's like sharing Make sure you plan very well and always put your listener experience into consideration. Share your podcast on social media and talk about it in the most... Forget to design your podcast logo in a way that it depicts the proper information about what your podcast is about. And don't make it too busy. A workflow that doesn't drive you crazy, but you know, gets the job done. And your creative direction as well is also very, very important. Um, listen to as many podcasts as you can. Just keep listening. And the final point would be that anything is podcastable. Thank you very much for listening. Okay, I think I have a question here. What recommended platform can one use to host a podcast? Are these platforms free? So let's say I have recorded something. What next? Okay, I told you about the one which is not free, which is SoundCloud. Um, it starts off as being free for just six hours. So after you put uh, your material that six hours, you have to start paying. But Anchor is free. Um, um, Castbox is also free. Spotify is free. Apple, Apple Music. Um, sorry, Apple Podcast is free. All you need is your RSS. So you must have uh, a place. So I think from Anchor you can put on Spotify and Apple Podcast as well. So if you put your podcast on uh, Anchor, you can generate an RSS feed that can enable you put it on other platforms as well. And after recording your podcast. 
you have to edit it properly, put your intro, your outro if it's not already there. Um, and then after packaging it properly, you publish it. That's what you do after recording. Uh, next question is, can podcasting be said to be the same as radio broadcasting since it's essentially someone talking to listener? Uh, well, I wouldn't call it radio broadcasting if I understand what you mean. Yes, um, a lot of radio hosts have podcasts, right? And you can decide to record a podcast and find a radio station that wants to air your podcast. It might be about business, it might be about anything. But it's just the same thing as uh, a recorded radio show. So, yeah, you can say podcasting is the same-ish as having a show on radio, but it's just that radio is live and podcasts are recorded. How can you reach me? Um, across all social media platforms, my handle is, let me type in here now. I am Then also my email address is I am the at gmail.com. And I have a website. It's I am the faithfay.com. Um <clears throat> let me see. How can you Thank you guys so much. How how do you reach your listeners? I'm not sure I understand what you mean. Like um I'm not sure. HP says, How do you reach your listeners? I, I don't really get your question. But if you're talking about maybe sending messages to them, you can ask them to send you a um you can you can you can create some kind of mailing list so they can always uh send you an email, like tell them to send you an email so you can compile um the different listener emails over time and then that would give you like an idea of maybe how many recurrent listeners you have. Okay, so is there any more questions? As regards the part where you were talking about carving a niche for your podcast, I recently started a podcast, but honestly, I like to talk about anything that crosses my mind. I don't like the idea of discussing one thing in particular. Well, yes, you like to do that, but this is what you can do to not make it haphazard or to not make it sound basically crazy, right? What you can do is when you turn on your mic and you talk about a couple of things for the amount of time you want to um, talk about it for or the length of your podcast, you can then take out the relevant parts, maybe parts where you were thinking or trying to figure out the next thing to say. You can cut, you can cut those things out and, and piece the podcast together. When you listen back, you will definitely hear some things that you're like, why did I go on for so long talking about this? So you can cut those things out and that will work also. Trustworthy places to purchase podcast equipment. Um, well, I've bought some things from Computer Village because um, a friend who knows the place, who knows how to go around a Computer Village, helped me buy it, right? I also order things from Amazon when I need them. So you can try ordering online. I think you can also order some things from Jumia as well. Um, you can try ordering online or or 
going to a physical place like um i know there's a, like an audio market somewhere in ikota ikota shopping complex they have a lot of stores that sell um microphones and all of those things um the equipment you want to buy well it depends uh, precious do you want to buy an equipment for one person if you want to buy an equipment for one person you can try simple usb mics um, there's one called the blue snowball uh, mic snowball ice mic or something like that you can try that you can try just your normal mics that you can connect to your to your laptop you can try that but if you're doing more than one person right if you're, if you're recording more than one person like you have a co-host then can buy two mics or you need to now consider getting a sound card or something like that. Um, before ordering equipment, can I just start my phone? Yes, you can definitely start with your phone recorder. Your phone recorder is actually quite good, especially if you are using high-end uh, Android phones or an iPhone, right? I said that earlier that you can record yourself over underneath a, a blanket and without the blanket as well, just compare the noise levels. So you can do that. Okay, um, Bolo Tifer, you're asking how you can generate an RSS feed from Anchor. Well, I'll check it out and see. Um, I hardly put my podcast on Anchor. I go through SoundCloud. And you can check also online how to generate. So where do you host your podcast? And if you don't host your podcast on Anchor, where do you host it? Or isn't that your question? Oh, okay, so you use it. Well, I don't know, but I can check and let you know. You can send me a message. I left um, my social media handles and my email. You can send me a message after this, then I will find out how that is done and I'll let you know. My name is how do people know that you have a podcast they should listen to? How do you establish the caliber of people you should be talking to? Well, the thing is, um, when you create your podcast and you published it on whatever platform you want to host your podcast. You now have to keep sharing it on your personal social media handle, or if you create a social media handle for your podcast, you have to keep sharing it. Just keep sharing it. The people who you have created your podcast for will eventually find you. You can also use specific hashtags so if you're a banker for instance and you have created a podcast to reach bankers then you need to share with words that are specific to your podcast that bankers may be looking for so for example if you talk about interest rates use hashtag interest rates um use hashtag banking terms use just things like that so when people go online and search for banking podcasts by a Nigerian, they'll be able to find you. So you have to use those hashtags properly. Well, I don't think having a YouTube channel would clash with having a podcast. It depends. Are you discussing what you are discussing on your pod, on your podcast on your YouTube channel? Are you just converting your video file to audio? Even if you are doing that, it doesn't matter. There's some people that have their podcasts on YouTube. What they do is they just create and put the audio under so you won't be seeing anybody you just see the podcast logo and when you click play the podcast will play i don't think it will clash it wouldn't clash if there are two different things it wouldn't clash even if they are the same thing the platforms are different the listeners you will find on castbox are not the listeners you will find on youtube so it's two different things it won't clash 
you will just have numbers in different places. So Adeniji, I think you have a question for me. All right. So any more questions? Thank you guys for listening to this webinar, this session, and thank you for your questions and your time as well. Thank you, thank you so much. Thank you, Eunice, Mary, Lois, Oyinda, Mola, David, Rosemary, HP. Where do I broadcast my podcast work? Where do you, HP wants to know where do I my podcast work? Um, you can send links to all the WhatsApp group chats you are in. You can tweet about it. You can put it on Instagram. You can put it on Snapchat. You can put it anywhere. As long as you have other social media platforms, you can put it there. Share it with friends. You can even pick up your friends' phones and show them how to listen to your podcast. One day they will be bored and they will look for something to listen to and they will come to you. Louis, Alex, three things you shouldn't try on a podcast. Don't eat, try to make it as quiet as possible and prepare before you record your podcast. Just put yourself in that space and prepare. Adeniji Bolutifer, thank you very much. Sorry, I didn't mention your name before. Um, I mean, if there are no more questions, then we can end it.